Hello fellow sojourners, I'm your host Dave Layton and welcome to Travel with a Purpose, a podcast designed to keep sojourners and friends informed, entertained, and inspired. In this episode, I want to discuss a bit about a couple of important topics to make our travels safe and keep us traveling with a purpose. There's all kinds of lists of important tools to carry with you in your RV or tow vehicle. I won't rehash all of these, but I do want to talk about some that I carry that have been important to us. You probably carry much of the same things that I do, but it's good to be reminded. Also, all these items are easily found in any hardware store outlet or online. Certainly, you want to carry a good general toolkit to include a variety of screwdrivers, pliers, and a socket set. You also should have a set of Allen wrenches and star drivers in both standard and metric sizes. A good rubber mallet and ball-peen hammer are also good to have. Then there are other things like a good assortment of screws that match the type in your rig. And don't forget tape. I keep a good patching tape like duct tape, Gorilla Tape, or Eternabond. And I keep a good assortment of various sizes of zip ties. Something else I found handy is to have a good LED flashlight and a headlamp. There are many of these lights that are rechargeable, so you don't have to worry about looking for batteries. But keep a good supply of various sizes of batteries handy for any of your traditional battery-operated items. I've also found that it's a good idea to have a battery-operated drill. I keep both a standard drill and an impact drill and two batteries. I make certain the batteries are charged before the trip. It's also a good idea to have an assortment of drill bits. I carry a basic multimeter to measure electricity. I especially use this to keep an eye on my battery for the rig and for the pedestal at the campsite. I also carry an assortment of RV electrical adapters to accommodate different pedestal configurations. We stayed at one campground where they only had 50 amp hookups. It's also critically important to have a surge protector with a circuit analyzer. Another item of value is a torque wrench. It isn't enough to just tighten your wheel lugs on your tires before each trip. It's also important that they're tightened down to manufacturer specifications. And you need a good tire gauge. I like digital gauges. I feel like I get a more accurate reading than the traditional gauges. But I also have a tire monitor system that gives me a good reading of tire pressure as we travel. And along with a good tire gauge, you could also have a non-contact thermometer to check to see if tires are unusually hot. This might indicate a brake or axle problem. You should also carry an air compressor or tire inflator. I have both a one-gallon hot dog compressor and a battery-operated inflator. My air compressor runs on AC electricity, so sometimes it might not have electricity available so the battery inflator comes in handy. I also carry two bottle jacks. There are some air-powered or electrical-powered bottle jacks that are available, but I have had a lot of success with just the normal hydraulic bottle jack. Another item to think about is a portable battery jump starter. 
These come in very handy if you don't have an extra vehicle battery to jumpstart your tow vehicle. I also recommend a battery charger. Nowadays, you can find some in some small sizes that are easily carried. I'll keep cans of regular type WD-40 lubricant, but also some dry lubricant. It's recommended that, especially on your slide-outs, that you use the dry lubricant. You should also carry some ratcheting, tie-down straps, and an assortment of bungee cords. And I also carry a roll of heavy-duty shop towels, some rags, a kneeling pad, and mechanics gloves. If you have to stop on the side of the road for an emergency, you need to have emergency triangles and either a set of flares or beacons. There's some really good battery roadside lights available as well uh, that have a variety of colors and actions, such as rotating colors or flashing lights. And don't forget to have a safety vest handy while you're working. You're trying to be as visible as possible, especially in low visibility areas. You probably have a fire extinguisher in your rig, but don't forget to check it regularly to ensure it's serviceable. I also recommend you carry another fire extinguisher in your tow vehicle or in the outside accessible storage area. I keep one in my truck toolbox and in the basement of my fifth wheel. These extinguishers should be the type that can be used on a variety of fires. One last thing, don't forget to have wheel chalk. I carry four so the wheels are secured from both directions. That's just a personal choice, but you should have at least two. Well, okay, that's enough about tools. You may have some other ideas about handy tools to carry. If so, please let me know and I'll include them in future episodes. Well, let's shift gears now and talk about roadside safety. And yes, that was a pun, shifting gears. Stopping on the road to change a tire or take care of other emergencies is one of the most dangerous times on a trip. We want to be especially careful during this time. Of course, when there is an emergency, it's difficult to keep a list of things in mind in the heat of the moment. I recommend you walk through in your mind what you would do in an emergency like a blowout or a sudden stop. This is a kind of mental rehearsal that will help you in a real situation. I like to have plans for things, so it's a good idea to have a plan to deal with emergency situations. Well, first, don't panic. Stay calm and maintain control of your vehicle. Begin to slow down, but be careful not to jam on the brakes. Use your engine. It's better to gradually slow down so you can maintain control. As you slow, look for a place to pull off the road. Look for a wide road shoulder or exit ramp. Also look for the most level spot you can find. Put your hazard lights on. This will alert other drivers of a problem and they will look to avoid you. Keep the hazard lights on when you're on the side of the road. And be certain to pull off far enough that other vehicles can go around without having to pull over into the other lane. Keep a real close eye on the traffic around you. If you are in a left lane or middle lane, you'll need to move to the right as safely as you can. This is another reason why it's good to put your hazard lights on. Don't make sudden lane changes. Not only do you increase the possibility of causing a wreck with the other vehicles, but it increases the likelihood of losing control of your vehicle. So don't make sudden lane changes. After you pull off the road, 
look carefully behind you before you open your door. If it's clear, open your door and quickly exit the vehicle and close the door. And then move to the front or side away from traffic to determine the cause of the emergency. Set out emergency flares or triangles to let other drivers know there is an emergency. These should be placed several yards behind your vehicle. If you're attempting to solve the emergency yourself, use good safety practices and keep aware of your surroundings at all times. If you're using emergency roadside assistance, stay in your vehicle until the help arrives. If you feel the environment is not safe, call 911 and report the situation so emergency and law enforcement can assist. After you've resolved the emergency and you're ready to get back on the road, Look around to make sure you've picked up everything and put it all away. To pull back on the road, turn on your signal and begin to move forward. Check traffic to make sure you have room to enter the lane, and then gradually pull into traffic while accelerating. After you've entered the traffic, turn off your signal. Well, friends, this episode is not one that we like to think about, but it is important to be prepared. We will have emergency situations, so it's important to be prepared mentally and to have the proper tools. The safest thing we can do is to make sure our vehicles and rigs are in good mechanical condition. But even then, situations happen, so it's important to be prepared. Well, friends, thank you for joining me today. If you're interested in being a guest on our podcast or know someone we should have as a guest, please email me at sojournersevangelize at gmail.com. At sojournersevangelize at gmail.com. Also, please follow our podcast to keep updated when new episodes are published. Well, I'm your host, Dave Layton, and remember, we glorify God as together we travel with a purpose.